1: Tanner fans, Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Lanta, Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House, Fuller House podcast. How's everyone doing this 4th of July? Did I shoot off some fireworks? Go watch some fireworks? Been having to put up with listening to fireworks? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I thought, you know, honestly, I woke up this morning like, you know what? It is a 4th of July. And I followed, Blake. um who played Derek, um, Full House on Twitter, and there's a picture of him as Yankee Doodle. I'm like, you know what? That is an episode I could cover for the 4th of July, because of the theme, you know, the, um, America the Beautiful play. From season 6, episode 8 of Full House, entitled The Plays the Thing, which aired November 17th, 1992. All right. Let's talk about what happened in this episode. Michelle thinks she's got the lead role of her first grade play in the bag. Mainly because DJ and Stephanie were both Yankee Doodle. When Jesse and Joey volunteer as directors and Stephanie signs on as choreographer. But when a more talented classmate auditions and the guys give the role to him, Michelle turns bitter. Meanwhile, Steve gets ticked off a DJ who has gotten in the habit of speaking on his behalf. Well, Steve, speak up. Sometimes it takes things like this happening for you to finally put your foot down and so say, You know what, DJ? I have a voice, and I'm going to use it. So let's, of course, look at the synopsis on the DVD case. i got to turn it around. Michelle is thrilled when Joey and Jesse agree to direct her school play until they pick another child for the lead. Aww. Well, you know, and this is a good lesson for Michelle. Like, kid, you're not, you've gotten your way for far too long. They've always, always, always favored her, even in the family, even when it comes to other things going on, you know. Michelle's just, you gotta learn, sweetie. There are more people than just you in this world. And you're not always gonna be the star. This episode's got a 6.6 out of 10 rating, based on 160 ratings on IMDb. Directed by Joel Zwick. We got writers Jeff Franklin, the creator, and Tom Amundsen. Let's see who we got. Coming for the guest star. We got Blake McIver-Ewig playing Derek. This, I believe, is his first appearance as Derek. We got... Miko Hughes returning as Aaron. <laughs> we got Erica Ishi. Oh, I am sorry, Erica. I'm mispronouncing your name. Apparently, she's playing Pocahontas. We got Brendan Jefferson as Paul Revere. Looks like this kid was in the movie Holes, based on the book. We got Sarah Moonves as Terry, and of course, returning Michelle's best friend Journey Smollett playing Denise. All right. Oh, we got user reviews. Ah! by Power Mandan. Of course. Let's look at the uh let's look at the trivia first. We'll save Power Mandan's review for last. Oh, one. <laughs> one piece of trivia. The title of this episode is a reference to Shakespeare's Hamlet. Okay. If you say so. <laughs> I don't read any any Shakespeare. I I watch the movies, of course, you know, the Romeo and Juliet, and, uh, uh, gosh, I think that's it. (laughs) One, oh my goodness, Power Mandan! I think this is the first in his reviews. Two out of ten, he gives this quote, titling it, One of the Worst. This review was put on IMDb March 19th, 2019. The previous episode with the Twins was so cool. How far it has come crashing down. Michelle's class is doing a play of America the Beautiful See, I remember singing that in school. um Jessie and Joey step in as directors while Stephanie choreographs because you know she's got you know skills in dance and everything, so she qualifies. And plus, they don't have to pay her. So <laughs> Michelle wants to be Yankee Doodle because her sisters were when they were eight, when they were her age. A boy in her class named Derek <clears throat> simply better gets the part while she gets stuck in the Statue of Liberty. See, she doesn't get the lead, but they still got her front and center, smack dab middle of the stage, object of everyone's attention. Feeling annoyed at the sulking and whining, I feel for her not wanting to be the Statue of Liberty. Aside from that, this episode is just full of Michelle pouting. She's in the first grade and always gets what she wants. She's just a brat. And in the odd time, her true colors are shown. It makes for a bad episode. I get that the directors wanted to make an episode about being a team player, but it should have been done better. Much, much is in all caps, better. All right. Well, Howard Mandan, you've stated your case, and I definitely understand where you're coming from. Guys, we all know Michelle has been spoiled since probably the day she was born. But, yeah, Jesse, you got not just one person giving you a touch. You got two other people just giving, lavishing, favoring you over your two older sisters, putting you first in every... When I get to the episode with the Counting Crows concert and Danny giving her a take, Michelle, an eight-year-old girl, going to see Counting Crows, are you insane? She is a child. She does not need to be in a concert hall. People are probably going to be smoking. They're probably going to be drinking. They're probably going to be doing other stuff, acting Whatever, And you're letting a nine-year-old go to a counting crows. She's never even heard of them. It's like, Stephanie's the one who likes con- I like counting crows. Remember Long December? Back in 98, 99, 2000, one of those years. <laughs> counting crows was my jam back in the day, back in my teenage years. But we'll get on that... <laughs> When we get to that episode, oh, just, oh my God, the reason I kind of, I do like this episode, but I like it for the fact that finally Jesse, Jesse is the one that's stepping up and just saying, sweetie, sometimes things just aren't going to work out your way and you do have to accept that. Joey's the one that kind of falters, like, oh, couldn't we just write her, like, a special part? And, And Jesse's like, no, Joey, we're not doing that. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Of course, before I officially get into covering the episode and the cold open... I want to let you all know where you can find the podcast on social media. It does have its own Facebook page. Just type in Full House Podcast or Fuller House Podcast. The Oh My Land to Holy Chulupas podcast will pop up. On Instagram, OMHC Full House Fuller House Pod. And on Twitter at OMHC Full House. If you guys want to email the podcast, I would love to hear from you. Share your full house memories of certain episodes that I've done or plan to do in the future or just in general. Did you have the Stephanie b- books growing up? Did you have the Michelle books growing up? You know, anything Full House, even, you know, and this is also not just a Full House podcast, but a Fuller House podcast. We'd love to hear your memories of Fuller House. So yes, podcast at gmail.com is where you go if you want to share some, some memories of Full House and Fuller House. I do have a recent new review on iTunes. Titling Love. I love this podcast. By Elise Abes. Alright. June 20th, 2020. So guys, honestly, it's that easy. If you love the podcast, you know, I don't do Patreon. I don't ask you for money. Just that you support the show in other ways. Like, you know, leaving a a five-star review if you feel that the podcast deserves five stars. Just, yeah, just, that's the way, you know, show the podcast some love, and some Tanner love, some Full House love, some Fuller House love, (laughs) but, alright, you know, I'm excited, I have not watched this episode in quite a bit, and this is the first introduction of Derek, and if you guys grew up in the 90s, did you watch Star Search? Because this boy was on Star Search, I remember that, I'm like, That's Derek! That's the kid from Star Search! (laughs) Alright, let's watch this cold open. Alright, so we're in the living room. We got DJ and Steve macking on the couch, and Stephanie, or not Stephanie, I'm sorry. (laughs) Michelle is just hanging out watching them make out. It's like, sweetie, do you got something better to do than watch your older sister make out with her boyfriend? Ew! Just like, Michelle like, "Oh, when I get a boyfriend, I want to know how to kiss right." Like <laughs> cuz finally DJ like notices that Michelle is seriously, like, "Michelle, what are you doing?" Why are you watching me kiss Steve? Yeah, DJ's like, "Michelle, have you ever heard of privacy?" Um, DJ, you live in a house with 10 people. There is no privacy. And you're in the living room to boot. Now I'm sure your dad doesn't want you taking Steve up to your bedroom to make up, because, (laughs) yeah. So, honestly, go out to the backyard. I'm sure there's a bench you can make out on there. You want privacy. Because the living room is like Grand Central Station. Like, it's constantly people are moving to and fro. Like, you're not getting privacy if you're in that living room. Go out the front steps of the house you can make out strangers will walk past and not even pay attention but in that house you're in that living room it's everybody's business
2: michelle
1: <laughs> uh, who does?
3: Hey,
2: Michelle, how would you like a shiny new quarter, huh? Thanks.
0: You can have it if you go upstairs and leave us alone.
3: Yeah, this is more interesting.
1: <laughs> don't mind me. Just, just. No! They don't want people watching them? You got a sick mind there, Michelle. A sick, sick mind. Because Steve even says, hey, I'll give you a quarter if you go upstairs and give us, you know, our privacy. Because she's like, have you ever heard of privacy, Michelle? And she's like, yeah, I have, but I don't believe in it. Oh, my goodness. So, like, no, this is more fun. And she sits down on the edge of the couch. She's like, kiss, kiss. I'm like, Michelle, stop. You are just, this is not right. And unhealthy. No little kid's going to like, oh, I want to watch my older sibling make out with her boyfriend or girlfriend. No! I was never about that with my older sister making out with her boyfriend. I was never like, oh, I'll just sit here in the living room and watch you two make out. No, I was never about that. I'd be go playing in my room or something. I agree, Michelle can be very infuriating at times, especially at this age. <laughs> Oh, here we go. We come out of the intro. We're in the kitchen at the table. We got Jesse chomping on a drumstick. We got Joey coming up with an idea for the radio show because they both work at the radio show. And Rush Hour Renegades is like, hey, I got a great bit. Masters who sound, dogs who sound like they're masters. What? That sounds weak sauce. Try again, Joey. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Okay, now, I changed my mind, because Josh is, like, loving it, loving it. Let me see what you got. And Joey's like, Popeye's dog. Wow, 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 I can't do Popeye, I'm sorry. Um, But, okay, I'm on board for this. I thought it was just general people's dogs sounding like, their owners, and I'm like, ah, no, but this I like, what else you got, Joey, oh, Danny wants to get in on this, too, like, oh, boy, Then <laughs> they're gonna, I bet, they're gonna look at him like, huh, Danny, go back over there and read the paper and drink your coffee in silence.
3: Okay, Jess, I got a great new bit for the radio show, <clears throat> the who sound like their masters. Loving it, loving it, what do you got? I got, uh, Popeye's dog. Bow!
0: Wow 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 wow. Bye
3: bye. <laughs> Wait a second. I, I got one for you guys, okay? This is Murray fleegelman's Canary.
0: Who?
1: Okay. Hey! How about some birds, Steve Murray? You sound like Mickey Mouse.
3: If you knew Murray, you'd be cracking up
1: right Who? now. Who is he some random person? <laughs> So he has a random impression of some man named Murray's canary. It's like, oh, if you knew Murray, you'd be cracking up. Is he some random man? Who's this Murray? Because you sound like Mickey Mouse. Okay, I typed in, does Popeye have a dog? Eugene the Jeep is a character in the Popeye comic strip. A mysterious animal with magical or supernatural abilities? The Jeep first appeared um, in March 16th, 1936, blah, blah, blah. Okay, here we go. He was also present in animated versions of Popeye's adventures, including three appearances in the late 30s and early 40s. Uh, Popeye can What in the world is this thing? He's got a big old red long nose. He looks like, he's yellow and he's got orange spots. He's like, he looks like a cartoon, like, leopard. Oh, and apparently he's male. Okay. 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 He presents the animal to olive oil and sweep, sweepy, with the simple explanation, the jeep's a magical dog and can disappear and things. Uh, huh. A baby puppy. Uh, I, I'm not feeling this. The Jeep was introduced in early drafts of the original screenplay, but was soon deemed too difficult and too expensive to render believably, so the character was dropped, and elements of the character were given to Sweepy. The baby's mysterious ability to answer questions and make predictions through the use of whistles were scenes originally written for Eugene the Jeep. This is just creepy. He communicates through body language. tells always tells the truth, even to criminals. Possesses high intelligence, so is able to help humans such as Popeye and Olive oil solve complex problems. Makes use of limited form of tele- teleportation: disappear from one place, for appear in another. Can walk through on through and on walls and ceilings. Uh, these teleportation powers are said to stem from Jeep's ability to cross into the fourth dimension. What? Whatever, let's get back to the episode. Oh my goodness gracious sake. So it looks like things aren't going well for Michelle. She's pretty bummed as she comes in with Stephanie. And Danny's like, oh honey, I'm sorry you're bummed, but you can tell me all your problems on Quacky the Mechanical Duck. Michelle's like, dad, I'm in first grade. I would look silly on a mechanical duck. So look, Stephanie kind of fills in what's going on with Michelle. She's bummed because they're going to cancel the first grade play. That bites. Apparently there aren't any parent volunteers. And, oh, Stephanie's so thrilled she gets to be the choreographer. Probably because she gets to get out of class. Parent volunteer, that is a big... They probably want to volunteer so they don't have to pay anybody. But that's a lot. I mean... You see Jesse and Joey immediately are like leaning back, arms crossed across their chests, like uh don't even look in our direction. So Danny's like, "Hey, look, Jesse, Joey, I got this, all right? Just relax." And Stephanie's like, well, Dad, we could use you, but the, we only have this, the uh, auditorium for a short amount of time. Apparently every day at 10 is when the rehearsals are going to be, and unfortunately Danny's on Wake Up San Francisco at that time, so looks like he's not going to be able to do that. It's the only time you have the auditorium? What are they doing the rest of the time? It's a parent volunteer where you just need someone to watch the kids, right? what else is the auditorium being used for other plays drama class this is elementary school danny looks sad like oh man that means i can't do it of course jesse bites into his drumstick and he enjoys like oh, oh i guess we have no choice back to into a corner kids of course michelle goes over and puts her arm across the back of Jesse and Joe. her arms across the back of so Jesse and Joey's chairs. is like, oh, boys, I guess your wish is going to come true. He's like, oh, gosh, Danny, you beat us to it. I mean, uh-huh. <laughs> I love how Jesse just smiles at Michelle. <laughs> like, oh, you little taikyo. But Joey is like, you know, just come on. I mean, it'll be fun. We can't let those kids down after all. This is their first play. So he's like, all right, what's the play about? She's like, America the Beautiful. It's about America. Oh, great. Hi.
0: Hey, girls.
3: What is (laughs) that Fried bologna in the lunchroom again? I wish. Oh, sweetheart, I'll tell you what. Why don't I take you down to Johnson's Hardware and you can tell your Mm -hmm. dad all your problems while you're riding on Quacky the Mechanical Duck. Quacky! Dad, I'm in first grade. I would look silly on a mechanical duck.
2: (laughs) Dad, she's bummed because they're going to cancel the first grade play. And I was going to be the choreographer. Oh, that's a shame. Our only hope is to find a parent volunteer to direct it.
3: (laughs) Guys, please, don't worry. I'm a parent. I volunteer. All right, Danny. I volunteer. It's for you so lucky. I mean, I only wish it was Joey and I attending a stage full of adorable little
2: Thanks, Dad, but uh, rehearsals are every morning at 10. That's when you do your show, and it's the only time we have the auditorium.
0: That means I can't do it.
1: He looks so sad.
3: <laughs> oh, boys, I guess your wish is going to come true. Oh, goody. Oh, come on, Jess, we can't let the kids down. It'll right. be fine. All
0: right, all right. Okay, Michelle. All right, what's the play?
3: America's
2: the Beautiful. It's about America. <laughs> hey, Jess, do you have any time to watch the boys while I run to the store? By the time I get them both in the cart, there's no room for any groceries.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, sweetheart. We have to go to work. We're on the air in 20 minutes. Hey, it's okay.
1: 20 I'm minutes?
0: For you.
2: Oh, that would be great. Thanks, Danny. Bye, boys. Give Daddy
3: a
0: kiss. Bye, Daddy. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Oh. Aww. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, have a good day. All right. See you
2: later. Bye, boys. Bye-bye. 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 All right. All right, you guys. So Uncle Danny's going to watch you, so be good for him, okay? Oh. Thanks, Danny. You, you, can, you can
1: do this, Danny. There's two of them. Okay.
2: You boys want to ride Quacky the Mechanical Duck? Huh?
0: You got any quarters? Hey, what's a duck say? What's a duck say? Quack, 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 quack. Quack, quack. Let's go
1: ride Quacky. So Becky comes in with the shirt. She's wearing that same outfit she wore in the, um,. Kimmy goes to Reno to almost marry Dwayne episode. That butter yellow with the leopard print around the collar and the, the sleeves and, or the, uh, the cuffs and the, and, and the wooden buttons. I just, <laughs> but she asked Jess if he can watch the boys and Jess is like, Oh honey, I gotta get to work. We're on the air. 20, 20 minutes. They're on the air is... The radio station, like, right around the corner from the house. Oh, my gosh. But turns out, Danny's got time. Like, yeah, I can watch the kids while you go to the store, Becky. And uh, you think the way that Jesse is, like, walking by, like, okay, bye, boys, bye, bye. You think he were going away on a a work trip for a week or two. Danny picks them up, and he's like, yeah, sure, I can watch the kids. You want to go ride Quacky Kids, Nikki and Alex? What's a duck say? They're like, quack, quack, quack. And I'm like, Danny, are you sure? There's two of them, and they're at that age where they're running and walking, and while you're watching one, the other one could be, like, running amok in the grocery store or wherever this Quacky the Duck is at. Well, it can't be at the grocery store because that's where Becky's going. Maybe it's outside a hardware store or something. Oh, Bill. At first, like, one of the twins was like, hum, 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 like, pointing, like, don't leave me. Because <laughs> this is kind of, but it's kind of cool when we get to see, like, one of the other, you know, someone who's not Nicky and his parent, like Joey or, or, or Danny spending time with the kids. It's just kind of fun because you don't see it very often. So DJ and Steve come in and... Michelle's like, oh my gosh, you'll never believe it. I'm going to be Yankee Doodle. Like, sweetie, you're counting your chickens before they hatch. You haven't even auditioned yet. How do you know 100% and you're getting the part? Oh, no, she says that she's going to, you know, the America the Beautiful play. You want to come? Did you think, yeah, we'd love to. And the look on Steve's face is just like, oh, we would? And, of course, DJ's like, yeah, it's the most cutest play. I mean, I was Yankee Doodle. Stephanie's like, I was Yankee Doodle, too? And, of course, this is putting pressure on Michelle. Like, I gotta be Yankee Doodle. It's like, I gotta fulfill the Tanner Daughter tradition of playing the Yankee Doodle role. But we know that DJ definitely is one to perform because... Of that play that she was in in Sisterly Love, the Princess and the Frog. No, she was clearly born to be on stage. I mean, Romeo and Juliet, that Christmas play from the Aftershocks episode that we don't see, yeah. So, but again, okay, I guess this is a play that's done in the first grade because both DJ and Stephanie were in it in the first grade. And of course, Michelle's, gosh, it got to be Yankee Doodle. And Stephanie is gonna become a drill sergeant here. She's like, "All right, but you gotta work for it. Let me hear you. Are you ready for that, Michelle?" And Michelle's like, "I guess." I so. was like, "I can't hear you. I guess so." <laughs> okay, Stephanie, this is not a, a military school. As she's like leading Michelle of the going, march, march, march. Oh yeah, she's practicing her choreographer uh, direction.
2: want to come? We'd love to.
0: We would? Of course we would.
2: It's the cutest, sweetest, most adorable little play. You know, I was Yankee Doodle when I was in the first grade. So
3: was I. Both of you? i got to be Yankee Doodle. Okay, but you're going to have to work for it. Are you ready for that, Michelle? I guess so. I can't hear you. I guess so. Good. Okay, let's
2: march.
0: Now, (laughs) move.
1: i'm gonna like this job so becky gets home from getting groceries and we see she has two little miniature trains that look like thomas the tank engine trains only without faces on the front and of course this is pretty much plot b is danny does not want to let go of having a little kid again you know when michelle said i'm too old to ride quacky he's Seeing, oh, Nikki and Alex, I can get my little kid fixed. you know, as far as my, I wish that Michelle was a baby again. She's getting too independent, even at, like, seven years old. So to Becky's surprise, because she thinks, oh, the boys are going to be so jazzed that I got these little trains. But when she opens the door to the living room, Danny bought a whole train trap. Fisher-Price train track thing that goes around the living room, and the kids are just, it's like motorized, and it just looks like it costs like hundreds of dollars, but he doesn't care because he misses having, you know, a little little kids around. See, Becky's surprised but hurt look on her face. It's like, because those are her babies and she wants to, you know, buy things for them and spend time with them. And Danny just kind of, like I said, Danny's getting his baby fix, you know? Michelle's not a baby anymore. She's like, she just looks down at these little, because Danny said he stopped at the toy store. She looks down at these puny little probably handcrafted hand painted toy trains little well they're more like little train models that you would probably like put up on your shelf and she's like gosh <laughs> How much you want to, I, oh my god, I bet those things cost at least, though. The, the, the fact that they're even motorized, the kids don't have to, like, like, push themselves along, they're motorized on that track, that had to have been, like, $500 or more, she's like, oh, well, I'll just go put these away, and then when you're older, you, I'm sure you'll appreciate the fine craftsmanship, and Danny's like, oh, you do whatever you want, Becky, I got them, it's okay, it's like, oh, all right, now we're in Daphne and Michelle's room and doing a little run through of the Yankee Doodle Dandy song. So of course before they can get into a rundown of it, Michelle's gotta question the song. You know that, that part where it says Yankee Doodle sticks a feather in his hat and calls it macaroni? Why does he call it Macaroni? It's like, I don't know, Michelle. That's just how the song goes. I want to find that out myself. Okay, so I looked it up, and here's what I'm getting from... What is this website? I don't know. Let's see. So, Michelle's question here, I found it on livesandlegaciesblog.org, whatever this is. The question is, why did he call a feather in his cap... And it's cap, Michelle, not hat. Macaroni. Macaroni does not refer to the tasty, cheesy pasta dish that we all know and love. It refers to an elaborate, short-lived fashion trend in England at the end of the 18th century. The trend started with upper-class youths who returned from their grand tours of mainland Europe with a great appreciation for continental style and taste. They brought back the luxurious fabrics of the French as well as the pasta dishes of the Italians, thus macaroni was later, later was used to refer to the fashion trend. The macaroni style consisted of a tight-sleeved coat with short skirts, waistcoat, and knee breeches. Macaroni emphasized pastel color patterns and adornment like brocaded or embroidered silks and velvet. On their head there wore tall wigs with a rising front and club blah 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 blah. Oh my freaking goodness. What in the what? What in the what? What is this? Oh my god I asked us Michelle asked a simple question and this person's going on about fashion trends in the seventeen eighteen hundreds. and eighteen hundreds. <sighs> Let's move on with our lives. That didn't help me at all. I'm sure Michelle would have been scratching her head in confusion, just like I am now. He's like, Is he calling the hat macaroni or the feather? And Stephanie's like, The feather. And Michelle's like, Well, what does he call his hat? It's like Bob, okay? He calls it Bob. Michelle's like, oh well then I guess I should sing stuck a feather and it's Bob. It's like, please, let's just sing it the way that we rehearsed it. We're not changing the lyrics. They are centuries old. We're not changing them. Stephanie is pulling an Uncle Jesse. Like, just sing it the way you learned it, huh? Get Uncle Jesse and Joey. Alright, let's showcase your talent, little Miss Michelle, with your Yankee Doodle dandy song and dance because she i mean this girl goes full bore like the hand gestures the riding of the horse the let me uh, tip my hat to you type of, just i mean this girl she knows her stuff and it's like well you can't just say oh well there you go you're gonna be yankee dude or sort of, whoa, 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 whoa 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 you've got like t- 10 kids that you still have to audition that would not be fair to them
2: Let's try the song again. One question, you know the part
3: where Yankee Doodle sticks the feather in his hat and calls him Macaroni? Yeah, what about it? Is he calling the hat Macaroni or the feather?
2: <laughs> the feather.
3: Well then, what does he call his hat?
2: I don't know, Michelle. He must call it something. <laughs> Bob. He calls it Bob. <laughs>
3: Should I sing Sucker Feather and Bob? No. Just
2: sing it the way you learned it, huh? (laughs)
3: Girls, it's kind of late,
0: isn't
2: it? Hey, you don't become Yankee Doodle by turning in early. So much what you got, Michelle. Dinky Doodle went to Chuck
3: riding on a pony. Right. Stuck a feather in his hat and called it
2: macaroni.
0: All right.
2: <laughs> Maybe not quite what my doodle was, but I think it's safe to say the tenor tradition will continue.
0: Well, looks like we found our star.
1: No, you guys got ten other kids. That's not fair. Yeah, hey, I was like, oh, I guess we found our stars. like, no, 10 other kids. One of them could be really, really good. You don't know. And just giving, handing her the part sight unseen because she lives in the house, that is favoritism or nepotism or both. <coughs> yeah, let's go to the school and see the other kids and see what talent they can bring to the table never know there could be someone out there with some hidden talent that they're too afraid to uh bring forth and express these kids do not know what a court how the heck many kids are there? but they don't know what a choreographer is they're like five or seven or six Six? They gotta be six, because she was five when she started kindergarten, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, wait, I lost count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There's like close to 20 kids here. You got your work cut out for you. Stephanie, Stephanie is really, this. she's power hungry. She is hungry with power and control. It's like, oh, this is Joey Gladstone and Jessica Katsopoulos. I've asked them to direct. I love how Stephanie is wearing this white shirt that's, like, tied off at the bottom. And she's wearing, it almost looks like she's getting ready to, like, do, like, a salsa dancing or a tango dancing lessons or something. I think, what was that movie that had Jennifer Lopez, that had Susan Sarandon, and Richard Gere? Gosh, I know, oh, man. Shall We Dance? That's what it was. But there's a really good one with Antonio Banderas called Take the Lead, where he teaches, like, an inner city real sto- Oh, it's a real story of a dance teacher who believed in the talent of a group of problem kids. Why you got to call them problem kids? But it's really a good movie. I watched it, like, um, teen years ago. It was, just, it was really good. I to watch it back in 06 or 07 when I worked at Blockbuster. Stephanie, again, they're sick. She says, you're gonna work and you're gonna sweat. It's like, stop it. Leave these children alone. They honestly look like they would rather be in class than be in this auditorium. She's like, when I say jump, you're gonna say ask how high? And it's like, okay, stop. dial it down. I love Denise here. She's like, hey, your sister's getting on my last nerve and Michelle's like trying living sharing a room with her. Ugh. I don't I don't know how Stephanie did it. I or I don't know how DJ did it for so many years. But ugh. really love how Joey and Jesse are being positive. Like, hey, we're here to have fun. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna put on a great show. Just just relax. You know, be comfortable. Just have fun. Of course, Aaron has to open. You know, <laughs> between Jesse and Aaron, has been going on since they first met. And I just love how this kid does not have a problem talking back to an adult and putting an adult in their place. He's like, so far we're just sitting here. And Jesse just walks over like, Aaron, my man. I see they let you out of kindergarten, huh? Oh, Aaron! <laughs> I love this kid. He's like, you still don't have a job. (laughs) He's like, I got my own radio show. Oh, God. Jesse, come on. He's a kid. Okay, kids, I'm Ms. Tanner, your choreographer. Now, this is Joy Gladstone and Jessica Papalis. I've asked them to
2: direct. Now,
1: you're going to work and you're going to sweat. Say <laughs> jump, you're gonna say how high. That's enough, Staff. You know, your sister's getting on my last nerve. She's <laughs> mine too, and I'm not even related to <laughs> her.
3: Okay, kids, So uh, basically we're here to have a good time. That's right, we're gonna sing, we're gonna dance, we're gonna put on a terrific show. So far we're just sitting here. There is my man. I she not like See, you kindergarten now. Huh? You still don't have a job. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he has a good job. Eh, yeah, whatever. We need to defend ourselves to him.
0: I have my own radio show. What do you do? Okay. Let's start the audition, <laughs> shall we? Alright, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Yankee toodle went to town. Riding
3: on a
1: pony. <laughs> Stuck a <laughs> 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 Where are the pom poms oh no, that kid is not doing
3: it. I never like this
1: song. Oh my goodness, these kids. You know, Michelle's good. Uh Denise is is good too. I like her, but and then of course we got the other one you know the other kids and it just Aaron, you want to know who he reminds me of with the shouting? Remember in Boy Meets World, the first Morgan? I forgot what her name, the actress's name was, but this girl would literally shout her lines. And that's what Aaron is making me think of. I mean, there's shouting, singing, and there's singing, singing. And there's adorable little Asian girl. She just is like looking one way with her eyes and the other way. And then finally when they come back to her, she's like, I never liked this song. Now they're going to dole out the parts. And then they realize they forgot a kid. Well, mind you, I said there are at least 12 to 15 kids here. There were, let's see, there was Michelle. There was the African-American boy, the black uh, um, boy and the Asian girl. And Aaron so one two three four Denise that makes five kids so there's like ten other kids we'd never got to see I mean if it's supposed to be a musical that all those kids are gonna have a chance to sing they're going to be doing you know it's a musical it's you have to sing That's part of it. either you're gonna be in the course are you gonna be I don't know one of the prime members can't all just be Yankee Doodle singing his song and then everyone else is a backup singer, right? I don't know. So Jesse's going to dole out the roles. We got Aaron and Denise playing George and Martha Washington. And they just look at each other like ew. Like the part of his wife goes to. That's like, ew. They're six. Of course, we're like, Ew. Okay, uh, why now when I finished yet? Now the part of George Washington
3: goes to Aaron Bailey. Do I have the biggest part? No, but you have the biggest mouth.
1: <laughs> yes, he does. And Denise Fraser will play his wife, Martha Washington.
0: Yeah.
3: And now for the part of Yankee Doodle.
0: That's going to be you.
1: Yes, Except I- for that kid.
2: Excuse me, but I didn't get a chance to try out.
1: Seriously? we didn't see you back there. Oh, that's okay. I tend to blend in with my surroundings. <laughs> well, don't we all? <laughs> yeah, this kid knows what he's talking about. He was on Star Search. You're amazing! We got our Doodle Boy. Really good. Michelle, you're subpar. Oh, so, right as Jesse's about to say who's going to be Yankee Doodle, of course I got Michelle there. A little blonde haired boy in the back's like, Hi, I'm sorry but you seem to have missed me. I didn't get a chance to try out." And they're like, oh, well, I'm sorry they didn't see you there. It's like, that's okay. I tend to blend in with my surroundings. There were umpteen kids there. You only, we only saw five of them. How does this little adorable boy get missed? He's got blonde hair. Of course, he goes up there, looks at Jesse and says, Kia B, please. And I'm like, okay, this boy knows what he's talking about. I mean, this, this Blake here, who plays Derek, was on Star Search. So, I remember watching him on Star Search when I was, like, 11 years old. Wait, when did this come out? 91? Let me check. When did this come out? When did this one air? 92. I would have been 10. Okay. I still remember seeing him on Star Search, though. So, of course the kids are just draw even michelle's like mouth like on the floor like oh my gosh and even denise is like hey this kid is good and all of them go up there and start patting him on the shoulders like wow you're amazing wow we got our doodle boy <laughs> doodle boy michelle just sits there she doesn't even bother to get up and congratulate him she just sits there and salts like, oh, And the only reason she wants to really be Yankee Doodle is because Stephanie and DJ were. That was the only reason. If they hadn't have been, would it have been? Oh. And of course, Aaron's like, do you have the biggest part. And Jesse's like, no, but you have the biggest mouth. <laughs> I love, I love the interactions between Jesse and Aaron. They're some of my favorites. And they're right up with, there with the quips between Gia and Michelle, or Stephanie and Kimmy. All right, now we're going back to plot B with Danny. He's got the little table with the chairs in the kitchen. He's got his famous Danny's raisin bread that he gave the twins. Becky, of course, is coming in and like, Danny, I just put the boys down for a nap. Did you wake them? He's like, oh, yeah, from down here, I could hear their tummies rumbling. It's like... You shouldn't have waked them. They need to, they're going to be up all night thanks to you now. Thank you. I get it. You miss having a baby around and Michelle's getting more independent, but you can't just go in there when the boys are napping. They probably are on a schedule. You can't disrupt that. So, do you guys like Uncle Danny's raising (laughs) bread? Oh, he said,
0: Danny.
2: Yeah. Did you
3: wake the boys up from their nap? Oh yeah, you know what I was checking on them, and I could hear their <laughs> tummies growling from outside that door. Why are
1: you checking saw on a man them? I made some
3: of my special raisin bread. They're gonna need their energy because I am taking these guys to the park. Could you do me a favor, baby, and get their jackets?
1: Oh. Okay, sure. Why are you stealing my kids? Thanks. You're stealing my boys.
2: the, of the play. Ask Derek. go to his house and ask him. <laughs> Uncle Jesse and Joey pick somebody else.
0: There's nothing wrong with that! Michelle yes, was great, but this other kid, Derek, was greater.
3: I'm well, sorry to get you excited about this thing, Michelle, but do we have to be fair? Why?
1: Because, because Michelle, Michelle, spoiled brat.
3: Somebody really was a little better than you and you have to think that Joey and Uncle Jesse made the right choice and you just gotta accept it. Yeah, but listen to this, is Michelle.
0: We put our heads together and we came up with a great part for you. Yeah, you're on stage the whole time. You're the center of everything. I'm
1: listening. Yeah, Becky's like, Danny, did you wake the boys up from their nap? He's like, yeah, I was just standing outside their door and I heard their little tummies rumbling. I'm like, why are you checking on them? Did you put them down for a nap? Because she said, I just put them down for a nap. Did you wake them? And he's like, oh, well, they're going to need their energy eating these raisins because I'm taking these guys to the park. Can you get their stuff ready? Can you get their jackets? Thank you. And it's like, I thought Rebecca like, Danny, <laughs> I appreciate that you want to spend time with the boys, but they're my babies. I birthed them out of my own body. Yeah. So Michelle, poor dejected Michelle, is... Come home, sad, frowny face. Danny's like, hey, star of the show, how you doing? Congratulations. She's like, why don't you go over to Derek's house and congratulate him? So Stephanie fills them in, saying Jesse and Joey pick someone else to be the star of the play. And the look on Danny's face is like, what? It's like, well, Michelle was good, but we saw someone that was a lot better. And I like how Danny finally is like, okay, Michelle, well, you know what? I think you really need to accept the fact that they chose someone else. You know, I know it's disappointing, but sometimes this is just a life's disappointment. You got to live with it. You know, they got to be fair. And she's like, why? I'm like, I'd be like, Michelle, go upstairs. Go upstairs. Don't ever ask me that again. Don't ask me why does somebody need to be fair. See, this is the thing, guys, and you definitely, if you watched the show in the beginning, you've rewatched it, yes, we all agree, Michelle is pretty bratty. That's because they've given her her own way since day one. Whether it's based on that Pam guilt or what, I don't know. But this is... Look what you're creating. A child that thinks that she's going to get everything she wants because she's pretty much had everything handed to her. But it's not like, I mean, the other girls haven't either. But Michelle's just really, this is what I don't agree with at all. Like, oh, we came, we put our heads together, and we came up with a perfect role for You were on stage the whole time. And she's holding this... She's basically Lady Liberty. Lady Liberty. She's being the Statue of Liberty, holding a fake torch with fake fire, and she is just. Oh my! Her face is just. I'm surprised you're not looking at Michelle. Like, come on, smile, Michelle, smile. But she looks so disappointed and uninterested, probably because she's not being Yankee Doodle. And all the, I mean, look at all the other kids. They gotta parade around and start going. They're not really singing. All you hear is Stephanie going, one, two, one, two, one, two. And Denise finally stops and is like, what about three? So Stephanie's like, okay, clearly we have creative differences, Denise. Here, let's start at the basics. This is a foot. It's like, Stephanie, Stop. And Dan, I like how Joey reigns her, and like, all right, time on, everybody, let's take a break. I was like, all right, let's take a break from the dancing. Aaron, your line, a proud symbol, and he goes on to recite it. They all turn to, I mean, Aaron has no inflection in his voice, it's like he's reciting. Uh, so they all turn, point to Michelle as Lady Liberty, and Joey's like, Michelle, you have a line. She's like, I am Lady Liberty. I should have been the Yankee Doodle. And finally it's like, okay, okay, everyone take five for a minute. Michelle, what's up? And she's like, my arm is tired. It's like, okay, well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'd be like, Michelle, go sit in the audience. We're, we're done with you for today. Or, you know what, you can go back to class. It's your choice. But everyone here is doing their part and working hard. We don't need this type of negativity. Oh, she says my arm is getting bored. I thought she was my arm is getting tired. It's like, I don't want to be Lady Liberty. Joey, stop catering to her whims. Can't we just write her a little song and dance? No, because how is that fair to any of the other kids that are just standing there and marching? That's not fair to them. And then you're, what, let's upstage Derek, who's Yankee Doodle, just so Michelle can feel like she has a part in this. If She's not satisfied with Yankee, or with the Statue of Liberty. Just, say, you're cut, then. You need to be a team player. Everyone here is working their butts off. And you're just complaining. We don't have time for that. We don't have time to cater to you, Michelle. I love Jesse here. He takes her like, hey, we can't spoil her. She has to learn how to be a team player. Yeah, so he, he's like, hey, you know, you don't want to be waiter leading liberty. That's fine. Why well, don't you just sit in the audience and watch everyone rehearse? So she's like, okay. And she goes, sits down, and crosses her arms across her chest and pouts. I'm like, sweetie, you may as well go to class because you're not doing yourself any favors Throwing a fit and trying to make us feel bad for not picking you. Okay, no audience, no, we're not awing at Michelle. She chose to act this way and she chose to have a bad attitude. All those other kids, they're being put on hold for her. How is that fair to them? It's not.
3: Washington's line a proud symbol. A proud symbol welcomes all to our country and reminds us that we are free. Michelle, you have a line. I am (coughs) Lady Liberty. I am Lady Liberty. I should have been meaning to doodle. (laughs)
0: Alright, take five, kids. Everybody over here. What's the matter, Shorty?
1: (laughs) <laughs> My arm is getting bored. I don't want to be the statue of Liberty. <laughs> you don't need to be in the play then, do you? <laughs> you write her a little song and dance number or something? <laughs> Just no, no, we can't
3: spoil She's got to learn to be a team player. Now, sweetheart, listen if you don't want to be Lady Liberty, then I suggest maybe you go sit down and watch the rest of the kids rehearse, okay? Fine. Alright, come on, gang. We've got a show to do.
1: Alright, so this I'm gonna call this one plot C Is pretty much DJ and Steve and him getting fed up with DJ always making decisions for him. And DJ's in her chair, Steve's on the bed, Kimmy is on the floor, they all got their books open. She's like, hey, DJ's like, hey, why don't we all go see a movie tonight? And, of course, I love Kimmy's like, hmm, I'm in the mood for something deep. How about, Ernest gets a, what'd you say, a a bee sting? Oh, Ernest goes to Mars. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was thinking of that Simpsons episode where Bart sees Ernest, like, gets a bee sting or something like that. Ernest goes to Mars? There are so many Ernest films. Let's see, 87, Ernest Goes to Mars. We got some more Ernest. Ernest and the Army, 1998. Ernest Scared Stupid, 1991. Ernest joins the army. Oh my god. Ernest Goes to Jail? What? 1990? Oh my goodness, this poor dude. Ernest Saves Christmas, 1988. Ernest Goes to School, 94. What's this? Jim Varney's recurring dim bulb character, Ernest P. Worrell, returns in this film as a school maintenance man, seeking to obtain a high school diploma. You uh change a couple things about this? You want to know what this becomes? Billy Madison. Ernest Goes to Africa, 97. Slam Dunk Ernest, 95. Ernest Goes to Splash Mountain. What? What is this? Splash Roanauts? What? Ernest Rides Again. What in the world is this about? Bufonish Ernest and his dimwitted pal Abner unearth a huge cannon reputed to contain the crown jewels... Rides Again sounds like something to do with, like, a horse corral. Who's Abner, Jay and Ron James? Never heard of him. There's even a short-lived television series called Hey, Vern, It's Ernest. I guess that's it for the Ernest films. So DJ's like, oh, Kimmy, Steve and I don't want to see that. And he just kind of looks at her like, how do you know? And she's like, you want to see that? And he's like, well, I don't know, maybe. i got to think about it. And she's like, well? He's like, well, I can't think about it with you looking at me. Oh. And she's like, what's your problem? And he's like, hey, you shouldn't be making decisions for me. And of course, Kimmy's like, oh, why not? I mean, it sure beats thinking for yourself. I like how Kimmy's yellow round earrings match her yellow top. And she's like, oh, I don't make decisions for you. And he's like, yes, you do. Just like, remember when you said that we'd go see. Michelle's play. She's like, what, you don't want to go? He's like, well, not really. And she's like, you have to. It's like, I don't have to do anything. So, yeah, they fight. He leaves, which it's like, I'd be irritated, too. I get it. Like, he's your boyfriend. You're like, oh, you have to come to all my family functions. Michelle's in a play. You have to go see it. When you were dating someone, whether it was in high school or whatever, would you get dragged along to family I mean it's one thing like oh come to my family's like Fourth of July barbecue or come to my family's I don't know Christmas and Thanksgiving that's too that's like you got to be in a serious relationship with that kind of stuff like oh my cousin's got got a soccer game you want to come with me oh my my aunt is uh having foot surgery you want to hang out in the waiting room with me like I'm sorry, but I would not want someone making their decisions for me, or making my decisions for me, i sorry. I just, uh. Of course, Kimmy's like, hey, is he still gonna give us a ride to the movie? Like, uh, no. <laughs> hey, let's catch a movie tonight. Great. I'm in the mood for something deep. About...
2: Ernest Goes to Mars. <laughs> Kimmy, Steve and I don't want to see that. Well, how do you know? You want to see
1: that? I don't know. I want to think about it. (laughs) Okay, think about
2: it. Well, I can't think while you're watching me. What's your problem? Well, it's just that you shouldn't be making decisions for me. Why not? Sure beats the heck out of thinking for yourself. (laughs) I do not make decisions for you. Yeah, you do. Like the other day, you told Michelle we'd go to a play without even asking me if I wanted to go. Do you want to? Well, actually, no. You have
1: to. Hey, I don't have to do anything. He does
2: not. Fine, forget the play. Fine,
1: I will. Fine. Forget you too. (laughs) Give me my bag.
2: (laughs) Well, you sure showed in. Is he still going to drive us to the movie?
1: No. That's your question? All right, here's some movies that came out. The first one is just hilarious. What if she's like, "Hey, let's go see Aladdin." <laughs> Cuz <'Cause... laughs> S- Scott um Weinger did the voice of Aladdin. Wouldn't that have been so funny? Also, um let's see. Well, when did this when did it the kind of came out on the 17th. So they could have seen um Aladdin on the 25th, they got November 19th, Home Alone 2, Bodyguard, The tw- also the 25th, we got Dracula, we got, I'm, try- I'm trying to look for things like uh, Malcolm X, um, The Crying Game, I've heard about that film, It's Christmas Time Again, Charlie Brown, Robert Duvall and Stalin, Dr. Morbid. What are some... These are some of these... I want to find stuff I'm... What in the world is that? That looks like something. That look. Say by the Bell, Hawaiian style. Was that a TV movie? That couldn't have been in the theaters. I'm... Oh, that movie Mikey with Brian Bonsall. It's kind of like a good son, but the kid is younger. Oh, my gosh. Teddy Bear's Christmas. (laughs) Gonna jump back to plot B, which is Danny with Nikki and Alex in the bathtub and the bathtub. Really? What bathtub are they in? What bathroom are they in? This doesn't look you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of um season one when Jesse and Joey were giving Michelle a bath and everything, and she was sitting in the little baby car seat thing, and, of course, Becky comes in to give the boys a bath, and, of course, Danny's in there with the boys on his lap, and he's like, don't worry, Becky, I'm wearing a bathing suit, I'm like, you, but I don't care if you, this is, this is unacceptable, you're an uncle, I don't like this, this is, this is just wrong, bathing suit or no bathing suit, thank goodness you're wearing a bathing suit, my gosh. I mean, if he were their blood father, I'd say fine, but he's like an uncle through marriage. The only way he's connected to Jesse is because Danny married Jesse's big sister. So, technically, Danny does not share blood of those kids. I, I just, this is all kinds of wrong for me.
2: You better.
0: And Alice and I were just finishing up their bath. Danny, I was gonna give them their bath. Oh. Hey, I don't mind, it's gonna problem. Yeah, it kinda is.
2: Danny, actually it is a problem. The last couple of days, every time I've gone to do something with the boys, you've already done it. And I know that you only want to help, but my time with them is precious. I mean they're only this age for so long. Well,
0: I know it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Becky. I guess Michelle told me that she was too old to ride and wacky, I realized that my last little duck rider
3: had left the pond. I miss having babies, you know. So what I've been thinking is, uh, can I have one of yours? Because
1: <laughs> there's two of them? No! <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. I'll stay out of your way. Oh, no, you're not in the
0: way. <laughs> Look, the boys love being with you. I love it. I'm
2: confused. You know what we can do? (laughs) We'll set aside some special Uncle Danny time so you guys can be together.
3: Really? (coughs) How does that sound, guys, huh? You like that idea? Yes, yes, mommy.
1: Mommy, mommy. so she does tell them that. Well, I was going to give the boys their bath, and he's like, "Oh, well it's no big deal." And it's like, it kind of is, you know. I mean, every time I go to do something with my my sons, you've already done it. And I get it. You want to help? That's great. But you know, I only they're only so young for so long. And he's like, I I, I am, I'm sorry. It's just when Michelle said she was too old, right, Quacky? I just I miss having babies around. He's like, well, do you think I could have one of yours? I mean, like, you got two of them. <laughs> we, he, he'd still live in the same house. Like, no, 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 no. So I like what she proposes here, cause he feels like, like, I'm sorry, I'm in the way. She's like, well, you're not in the way. It's just, why don't we set aside some special Nikki, Alex, and Uncle Danny time so you guys can spend together? And so, I, I think that's great, you know, to. Because Jesse doesn't have a brother or, you know, and his only other sibling is gone. Becky's siblings, however many she's got, she's got Connie. She said she apparently had a bunch of brothers that all live in Nebraska. So, yeah, really, if you think about it, Joey and Danny are the only real type of uncle, you know, figures that those boys will really ever know. And of course, one of the twins, I'm not sure which one, but gets like some fake soap or whatever because they're in a tub. Gets it in his eye and luckily Becky like jumps in there and just kind of, well, she jumps to grabbing a towel and taking care of it so it doesn't irritate his eyes. Now we're going to go back to plot A. Michelle is coloring at this table. They got so many round tables. Or did they just hike that all the way? No, because the other one's smaller than this one. So it looks like uh, Michelle is not speaking to them because she's pretty much given a silent treatment. All because she didn't to me Yankee Doodle. Like, okay, yeah, you're not talking to us. And Joy's like, Michelle, are you not talking to us? And she just nods her head. Of course, Jessie's like, all right, Anyone in this room who's ticked off at Uncle Jesse and Joey, say I. And she's like, I. She's like, you tricked me. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you from the heavens above. Thank you. He's like, he sits down next to her on the bed and says, You think we're being unfair, huh? She's like, Yep. He's like, Well, you know what? I think you're being very unfair. It's like, thank you, Jesse, you need to, she needs to understand, you can't just give someone the silent treatment just because you're not getting your own way. That's not fair to them. Even Joey's like, you know, all the kids in the play are working very hard now. If we don't have a Statue of Liberty, you're letting all the kids down. Is that what you really want? I like that they're guilty. She needs to be made to feel guilty right now because she's acting like a brat. See, if you guys did this a little more or started doing this early on, she probably wouldn't be this way. Did you really give DJ and Stephanie special treatment like you're giving Michelle just because their mom is dead? You can only play that dead mom card for so long before it starts to get a little like, okay, you're clearly taking advantage. So she said, no, I want to be Yankee Doodle because Steph and DJ were Yankee Doodles. like, well, we don't always get what we want, sweetie. Joey, of course, starts to make light of the matter like, hey, you know, we don't always get what we want in life. You know, I wanted to be Fred Flintstone as a kid, but I had too many toes. (laughs) Jesse here. He's like, excuse me, Michelle. He stands up for a second, reaches over Michelle, and smacks Joey up the back of the head. Yeah, this is not a good example. And he's Jesse's like, you know, Michelle, it's kind of like being in a, in a band. Not everyone could be the lead singer. And she just looks at him and kind of calls him on it, like, you are. First, Jesse's like, what? No one more important than the bass player. <laughs> What's his name? Is it Lonnie? Is it Lonnie or L? La- because he would always like Lanny, Lonnie. I don't know. The kid with the long curly hair, Larry or Lenny or something. God, you're way off. So Joey, of course, is like, Michelle, excuse me. And he leans over and whacks Jesse up the back of the head. love <laughs> Jesse actually bends his head down just enough for Joey to, like, whack. <laughs> so Joey pretty much simplifies it as this. Michelle, what Jesse was trying to say is that you're part of a team and everyone has to do their part. They got to do their fair share. That's how things work. And Jesse's like, and my band wouldn't sound as good as his, you know, the guy, what's his name, the the curly hair, what's his name? He will never remember. Even when he gets let go from the band, he still doesn't remember the guy's name. So Joy's like, all right, everyone's counting on you. Are you basically are you in or you out? And Jesse's like, you know what? You get out there and you be the best Statue of Liberty you can be. And he's like, Capiche. And Michelle says, Capiche. And his name is Lanny. I'm like, Lanny, Lanny, why did I not think of the.
3: Oh, I get it. You're not talking to us. <laughs> Michelle, are you not talking to us?
0: <laughs> yeah, she's not talking to us. All right. All that are uh, ticked off at Uncle Jesse and Joey say, I. You tricked me I get it, Michelle
3: Uh, You think we're being unfair, don't you? Right Well, we think you're being unfair Michelle, everyone in that play is working very hard Now, if we don't have a Statue of Liberty, you're letting all the other kids down Is that what you want? No, I want to be Yankee Doodle Because Stephanie and DJ were Yankee Doodle And I want to be Yankee Doodle, too well, Michelle, you don't always get what you want in life. Hey, when I was a little boy, I wanted to be Fred Flintstone, but heck, I had too many toes.
0: <laughs>
3: Excuse me, Michelle. <laughs> now, Michelle, this whole thing, it's it's like being in a band. I mean, not everyone could be the lead singer. You are? Yes, but I'm no more important than the bass player. What's his name? Kid <laughs> with long curly hair. Larry or Lenny or something. Michelle, excuse me. What Jesse isn't quite saying is you're part of a team and everyone has to do their share. That's right. And uh, my band wouldn't sound as good without... uh,
0: What's the kid's name? What's his name? Oh, haired God. The point
3: is, Michelle, a lot of people are counting on you. That's right. So we want you to go out there and we want you to be the best Statue of Liberty you could be. Cuppies. And his name is Randy. Randy. Steve, you? Yeah,
2: I'm sorry I got mad the other day. <coughs> no, it was my fault.
0: Let's never fight again.
2: Oh, I've never felt closer to you than I do right now. Neither have I steve i'll never make another decision without asking you first uh switch seats with my dad if it's okay with you
0: yeah it's
1: fine so now we're at the auditorium steve actually does show up and he and DJ make up, and it's sweet. Because Danny's sitting right between them. And she's like, I've never felt more closer to you. Let's never fight again. Oh, can you switch seats with my dad? And he kind of gives her a look like, and she's like, oh, only if you want to. And Danny is like, oh, okay. All right, let's hear the this place going to go. They look like they put a lot of hard work into it. <coughs> Greetings, spell Americans.
3: My
1: name is Aaron Bailey. <laughs> George Washington. Oh yeah. My name is George Washington. And here comes my wife, Eartha. Martha. 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 Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Her wing came off. <laughs> 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 That's funny.
2: Well. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Bye, father dear. Thanks for the warning. Look, here comes that Yankee Doodle boy.
3: Come on, kid.
1: You're up. I said, look, here comes that Yankee Doodle boy. Derek, you Where are you going, kid? Oh, he wants to get out of there. Stage I fright.
0: Hmm, okay. <laughs> What's going on here? The big finale. He's frozen. The show's over. It's a total talk job. Stephanie, chill. Right, you're helping,
3: okay? Hey, Derek, come on. You're going to be great <laughs> out there. No, I can't do this. Let me talk to him. <laughs> Derek, do you know how long I've been holding up my arm? <laughs> Michelle, I'm too scared to go out
2: there you be Yankee Doodle, you're good.
1: You're a thousand times better though.
2: But you're great. Yeah. Right now,
3: I'm sick. But we're all on the same team. We need you.
2: You
0: do?
1: Yeah.
3: Totally. Now go out there and be the best Yankee Doodle you can be.
1: You owe it to us and my arm.
3: Okay, here I go. Alright,
1: good boy. You're not I think it needs a push. Give me a push. All right, push. <clears throat> you did good, girl. You did real good. This is cute. I mean, yeah, there are a few bumps along the road, but, uh, aaron saying uh <laughs> i am the uh, president of the united states uh, i my name is aaron bailey i mean uh george washington and here comes my wife wife bertha and joey's like martha I was like, martha <laughs> and of course as he joey kind of pushes uh denise out he's got her wig it comes off of her head and of course she just goes out there s- sans wig until joey like tosses it to her and of course she puts it on backwards and just has this big old because her two front teeth are missing and it's just adorable <laughs> so of course michelle's line: here comes a yankee doodle boy and of course you start the music and she's like i said here comes a yankee doodle boy and derek just boom he is uh Oh, this buddy. Oh, buddy, you got stage fright. So, of course, Stephanie doesn't help by saying, Oh my gosh, the show's over! He's choking! Like, stage choking! Fright choking! Oh, poor buddy. So, of course, I like... And it's like, oh, everyone's, you know, waiting on you, Derek. What's up? You a little scared? And of course, I love Michelle. She just is like... Hey, we're part of a team. You know, we're all team players here. Why don't you, uh, get out there? And he's, wait, but Michelle, you're really good. And she's like, but you're really the best, Derek. You know how long I've been holding my arm? A long time. So you owe it to me and my arm and all of us out there who have done our part. We're just waiting on you for the grand finale, kiddo. And I love how Michelle steps up here. It's just, it's sweet. Like, alright, let's do this for real this time. Now, (laughs) as I
3: was saying, look, here comes a Yankee Doodle
1: Boy. There we go. There we (laughs)
0: go.
1: Looks like we had Paul Revere. We also had uh, Abe Lincoln. Looks like we might have had, if that was Davy Crockett, I can't tell. It might be. Um, but yeah, guys, that's the episode. I had fun with this. I haven't watched this episode in a long time, but it's really, ah, uh, just good. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. So, let me see. I, I honestly, again, given the worst outfit to Lori Laughlin again, with that butter yellow, with the Leopard print around the cuffs and the wooden buttons and everything like that. Um, best outfit, hands down, I am giving that to Derek in his patriotic outfit. So, so cute! So cute. (laughs) Uh, lesson learned for this one. Um, I kind of cut a few of them because for pertaining to Danny, I gotta say, that's great. You want to help out and you want to, you know you miss having babies around that's cool but just be respectful of the parent if you want to you know hang out with the kid and whatever like that that's great but why don't you let them be the parent and having you know set aside a special day where you can like take them to mickey D's or you can take them to the park but don't kind of insert yourself in there like that without kind of working it out with the parent um because that can get a little dicey there um with michelle's case i gotta say look there are things in life there are times in life when something isn't going to go your way you can sit and pout and cry about it and give someone the silent treatment and make someone feel guilty or you can be a team player and just say this wasn't my time i'll get my time but this unfortunately wasn't it and you gotta just say hey be a team player. Congratulate the other person. It might be hard. You might salt for a while in private, but just just be the bigger person. You don't expect someone to do that for you. Do that for them. Uh, let's see. As far as for dare oh buddy. um, Where I'm shy, oh, gosh, I am so, I grew up shy. I'm still shy around people. I don't know. Um, But the thing is, Sometimes we gotta, we gotta use our voice, we gotta be heard. And just another thing, um, if you're gonna go out on stage and you, like, haven't done this before, maybe practice in front of a mirror, maybe practice in front of your family, um, Maybe check out the stage. Maybe if it's available, just say, hey, I have a performance coming up. Can I just go on stage, stand out there? Maybe see if you have some friends that could come and just kind of sit in the audience so you can get the feel of it. And don't eat anything that's going to sit like a brick in your stomach when you get a performance. Same thing like if you're going on like an amusement park ride. Don't eat a bunch of food and then think that it's going to sit there without a problem. That is not going to come up later if you're going on one of those, you know, all those rides are fast. Food, fast rides and food, no, not a good combo. I just thought today's the 4th of July, Independence Day, why not do, you know, this episode, the place thing. Like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you haven't yet, if you enjoy the podcast, go to All My Land to Chalupas on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. All right. Bye-bye, everybody.